1: Hey, welcome to the Politics by Faith Morning Motivation. Thanks for being here. This week we're focusing on this fact that 87% of Americans believe in at least one aspect of what's called New Age Spiritualism because almost the entire country lacks biblical literacy. We used to teach this to kids, all kids. In public school, we used to teach biblical literacy to kids everywhere. Everyone just knew it as part of the cultural ethos of America. Uh, We don't have that. So we've tried to create... This pseudo spiritual worldview by just taking a little bit from Hinduism and a little bit from Buddhism and a little bit over here and a little bit of uh, a tarot (laughs) card, a little bit of witchcraft. And we put this amalgamation together and uh, we call it new age spiritualism and it is not Christianity. So the first aspect of new age spiritualism we talked about is the law of attraction. The second one we talked about yesterday is the idea that evil is an, an illusion. And the third aspect of New Age spiritualism we're going to talk about today is karma. Most Americans believe in karma. Now, fewer people believe in the, the full-on Buddhist Hindu karma but reincarnation. Fewer Americans believe in reincarnation. This idea that uh, if you're poor or you have a disease, it means you did bad things in a previous life. And if you're rich, then that means you did good things in your previous life and you're reincarnated over and over again. And if you do good things now, then in your next life, you'll come back as a richer person or whatever. Fewer people believe in that, not a small amount of people. By the way, a little aside on that, a lot of people today who believe in karma, uh, they won't help people who live in poverty because the idea is that person is suffering because they're paying the penalty for their evil actions in their previous life. And if you help them, then you're getting in the way of the cosmic force of karma and from from the justice of karma being enacted as it it should. But that's an aside. The more prevalent belief in karma in America is this idea that good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people. Three points on this. First, uh, the Bible does not teach karma. The Bible teaches grace. Karma says you get what you deserve. The Bible says you get what you do not deserve. You do not deserve salvation. So they're actually exact opposites. Second, karma teaches works. You have to work to get in the good graces of the cosmic forces that decide if you've earned enough favor. The Bible says you're justified by faith, not works. And three, uh, there's no reincarnation in Christianity. You're born and then you die. (laughs) and You go to heaven or hell and that's it. You don't come back as another person or a monkey or anything else. Now, some Christians will say, Slater, what about Galatians 6, 7? God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Sounds logical. Right? You reap what you sow. That's what people have summarized that as. You reap what you sow. But the next sentence gives some insight into the context. It goes on. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. So it's not just that good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people. It says if you sow things of this world, then you'll be given things of this world, and that's it. Just like if you sow corn, you'll get corn. If you sow tomatoes and rice and carrots, you'll get and rice and carrots. But if you sow the things of the spirit, if you devote your life to God, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, the great commandment, well, then you will reap eternal life in heaven. This has absolutely nothing to do with karma.